Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Well, good evening. It's time again for the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, and today is about coming out of the closet. We have a very special guest today who has a story to tell. His name is Darcy Fierce. He is the lead instructor at Barry's Boot Camp in Toronto. He's also a model slash influencer. He married his high school sweetheart, has two kids, or had two kids, then rediscovered his sexuality, had an affair with another man, and decided that he was going to live his life as a gay male. Coming out has made a big impact on his life. Today, we're going to be covering all sorts of topics ranging from when do you know uh, you're gay, fetishes, acceptance, and true stories of coming out. Sitting in with me today is the lovely Greg Omino. You guys all know her from the Real Housewives of Toronto. She now also hosts a cooking show on YouTube called Kitchen Party with Grego and Ada. Bonsoir. Hello. <laughs> and the fabulous uh, superstar, I call him, <laughs> Sergio Alazi is here. Sergio was also a cast member on the Real Housewives of Toronto, and he is also an international fashion blogger. Hi, Welcome, Laura. everybody. Hi. Now, Sergio, are you going to be okay? He said he just had a double can of Red Bull because he had an exam today. Yeah, I had an 8, a- 8 a.m. exam, <laughs> fell asleep at 6 a.m., and then now I'm here. But obviously I had to power through for you, Laura. All right. Darcy. Darcy Fierce. I'm failing. You are the, we are the, you are the man we want to talk uh, to today. Well, Let's hear your story. The transition of being straight and married with two kids to admitting you're gay and letting basically the world know. Um, I feel like it just kind of happened, really. I mean, you did mention uh, in your intro that I did, I was unfaithful to my wife. Um, I mean, I admit that, of course, now. Um, And I can see fate playing itself out as it tends to do, whether you like it or not. Um, But uh, I wasn't at risk of being found out for having that affair. It was something that just weighed heavy on my heart. And I told her what I had done. And at that time, I did not consider myself to be gay. I was not ready to be gay. I told her I had made a mistake. At that point, I wanted to try to work through it. And of course, as we know, it takes two to be in a marriage. She decided that she did not want to work through it. Um, And so that was, unbeknownst to me, the beginning of my coming out. Um, so it was kind of done for me. Which is a good thing. Oh, like I wouldn't change anything now. And I'm actually afraid that if it wasn't for ripping the Band-Aid off and how it happened that I might actually still be in Belleville pretending to be straight. So that's where you grew up, in a little town. Uh-huh. And church, I, I read an article about you in the CBC that Gregor sent me, that church was a big d- part of your life mm-hmm. and that you got shunned from the church after telling them. I did, yeah. They told me that... Um, that the church did not have an outreach for homosexuals and that if I was gay, I was not welcome there any longer. Uh, they have oh, since taken back that yeah. view. Um, but originally, that's how it went down. It was it was literally heart-wrenching. Um, growing up so sheltered in a small town, there was not really anything other than going to church and that um, culture that I had been exposed to my entire life, like I had nothing outside of that. For you, it was not, it was not an option to, right. to love another man. Uh-huh. It was, I, I could not go there. I was taught, sincerely, if I was gay, that I would go to hell for that. 
they taught me that it's not how I was born. If I had these feelings, that I could essentially like pray them away or read my bottle, my bottle, my Bible, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know do A, B, and C, and I would not be gay anymore. And so I battled with these feelings secretly, without telling absolutely anyone, not a single person, um, my entire life until I met this one guy that we spoke of. Um, and so before you got married, you knew that you were gay. And I had sincerely for didn't, men. and this is oh, you did I didn't or didn't? Know for Sorry, sure. like, did you I say did a, or didn't? Well, I did not. Oh, you did not. Okay. I had a feeling, but like I said, I was taught. Well, if it is there, um, it's not. It doesn't have to stay. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until I acted on it that I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty strong, these feelings. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to go away. Yeah. Well, because you also, you mentioned in your in the article that you the, the sex with your wife was really hot, you know? I mean, yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, and that's part of even what made it so confusing. And we know that, like, sexuality and gender, it's all fluid. Um, and so I wouldn't say I'm 100% gay. I'm definitely more gay. Okay, so you're bisexual then? Um, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm bisexual. I've had sex with women. Clearly, I've have kids, um, but it wasn't that I I was never not attracted to her sexually. Let's say that. Um, it's just like it wasn't my preference. I guess. Do you think if you haven't had this uh, adventure with this gentleman from Toronto, mm-hmm. do you think you would you know be still be straight? Or I think that I would be pretending to be straight. Or, but I, I mean, yes, I, I think, think so. but I think that these things, they always work themselves out. And so yeah. I think in the time, that's what happened. It you would have met someone out. else. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone. And you would have acted on the urge maybe somewhere. I met, maybe I would have met Sergio. <laughs> yeah. Sergio. Sergio. This is the hot, Sergio, the guy that you, Sergio, me. is this the, the guy you had the hots for at the gym? Um, no. Oh, Sergio. <laughs> the truth well, now comes out. Oh, my God. No, 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 every day, Sergio. Okay, so Sergio. I work out every day, though. Yeah, well, now we know why. Sergio, oh God, <laughs> Sergio is a half a person, and Darcy is actually his trainer, right? Um, You lost a lot of weight. Like, yeah, you look really great. I was really um, chunky. <laughs> I don't think you were chunky. No. You're not. No. But you, but, but like, I just want to just want to say you look really, oh, thank you. Really, really, really good. Really thank good. you. It's a lot of hard work, but obviously it's still a work in progress. Now it's like Amazing. a different goal. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. We need to take a break here on the dating and relationship show. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about coming out. You're listening to the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, and in studio with me today is Grego Mino from Kitchen Party with Grego and Ada. Sergio Alazi, who is an international superstar, no, international fashion blogger, as well as Darcy Fierce. He is a man who has lived the majority of his life as a heterosexual male and now lives his life as a gay male. He's also a personal trainer, lead instructor at Barry's Bootcamp and model slash influencer. Welcome back to the show, everybody. So uh, Darcy, before the break, was was telling us a little bit about his story. And uh, I want to ask him, what was the scariest thing about coming out to your family and friends? Well, um, I saw how they were prepared to treat 
homosexuals and that I wasn't allowed to go to my church, everything that I was familiar with, all my friends, all my family. I thought I would lose all of that if I was gay. I thought that was Did you? the trade-off. Did you lose all of that? I didn't lose all of that. I lost some of them, and I would think the ones that weren't worth it didn't stick around. But, of course, my family came around as, I mean, I guess I can't say they always do. Fortunately for me, they did come around. Yay. Um, it was definitely a journey, but I'm sincerely very proud of my parents for how far they've come, where we're at now today. I never saw them being okay with me having a boyfriend or, like, bringing him to family functions. And or, do you bring him to family functions? Well, I mean, I've been single for two years, uh, but I did bring him to family functions. Okay. And Sergio, how about yourself? Honestly, I had a little bit of a different experience than Darcy. So I also did come from like an my parents are both immigrants and they're both very, very religious. But I kind of had the opportunity to work them in a little bit. Uh, over the years, I think they just started to get more accepting and a little bit more supportive and I think the one thing going back to the first question you asked I think the one thing that everybody has before coming out is a fear of rejection or a fear of not being accepted or a fear of your life changing completely but I honestly live by the motto that those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind so that's honestly the way you should look at life and if somebody doesn't want to accept you then they don't matter and if somebody wants to accept you then those are the people you should keep in your life now you guys are now living your true authentic self explain the feeling that you once had when you finally did come out of the closet darcy um i it was slow for me i was afraid of it for a while i remember i would have sex with guys and i would get off and it would be better and I'd just be like, shit, I'm definitely gay. And then I'd be like, well, maybe it'll go away. And then again, I'd be like, oh, definitely gay. And I eventually just got more okay with it. The like religious BS that was put in my head about this is wrong. You're going to go to hell for this. Mm -hmm. um, I slowly came to see for sure, for certain, I was meant to be this way. And I was just like, why would the universe, would God, whatever you want to call that force, if you believe in it, why would they do that? Yeah. Um, and I accepted it, that I was made this way, and that made things a lot easier. You said in your article that uh, uh, training, the gym, eating well, like changing your lifestyle, mm -hmm. basically kind of, I, I don't know, would you say it saved, I mean, your Oh, life I would definitely it? say that because it became my coping mechanism. Um, I hated myself at one point. I hated how I looked. Uh, I didn't like anything about me because all I saw was like, you're gay. Mm -hmm. And at that point, that wasn't something that was powerful to me or something that I wanted to be known for. And um, so I started working on myself. Originally, I think like a lot of people, the reason was superficial. Um, but then I started to sincerely love myself from the inside out. I started to feel strong. It would make me present. I'd forget the BS of the day or who said this or that. And it was just like me in those weights. And I think it made me present and it gave me perspective and understanding. And that was how I got into fitness mm -hmm. and like taking care of myself. And um, that's why it's my passion now. And you it definitely look, yeah. yeah. It you, makes you feel so zen. I'm like, this is the, like, now that I started working out regularly again, right. I literally. And, 
feel like there's no drama in my life and I'm just like all the problems seem like so much less intense like I feel like you're able to focus on like one task at a time right yeah. that's what it is because looking at your Instagram you definitely look like you have a lot of confidence there Darcy and Sergio <laughs> yourself I saw you on Halloween and my goodness oh my yeah that little, you were a police officer yeah <laughs> I was ready to arrest you people really, yeah, yeah, you were, yeah I think you did arrest me yeah but going back to that I think for me um fashion wasn't the same kind of outlet that Darcy had with fitness fashion was my outlet to kind of escape and to start loving myself and build confidence and kind of just develop into the person that I wanted to be so I think now five years into the industry with everything I've accomplished and all of the crazy looks and funny things I'm finally like discovering myself and my individual style so is that is that what you would suggest for people who are coming out or people that are having a difficult area in their life is to find an outlet a hundred percent something to concentrate on something to look forward to something to help you feel better about yourself does he a hundred percent I would that would be my first recommendation but first I would want to tell them you're made this way Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a mistake and you're beautiful. And Darcy, one more question before the break. Uh, your children, have they accepted the fact that you're gay? They were so young when I did come out that it's all they've ever known me as. And they were like the beacon of light in my life in that from day one, they always just loved me and I was just their dad. I wasn't like their dad who's gay or their dad who's this or that with any label. I was their, their dad, dad and they just knew- loved me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so they have always been my, like, source of unconditional love. And, like, the look that they have on their face, like, when I pick them up from the train here, there's nothing like that feeling, like, gay, straight, whatever you are, somewhere in between. Yeah. Aw, this is such a great and powerful conversation today. We're talking about acceptance and true stories of coming out right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the dating and relationship show. Stay with us. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We are talking about acceptance and true stories of coming out on the Dating and Relationship Show. It's Sunday night. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Sitting in with me today is Darcy Fierce. He is a man who has lived the majority of his life as a heterosexual male and is now living his life as a gay male. Also, Grego Minot from Kitchen Party with Grego and Ada is here. She's also from The Real Housewives of Toronto. She's also a regular on the show. You've, you've heard her before as well. Another regular, Sergio Alazi. He's an international fashion blogger. Uh, interesting conversation today. Darcy, thank you... Uh, and Sergio for being so raw and real with us today. So Sergio uh, likes it raw. Yeah, yeah. He does. <laughs> Actually, I mean, so okay, raw, people. Honest. You know, it's mainstream radio. All Is right. That- so <laughs> you tried to get help, Darcy, from a therapist. Mm-hmm. You thought that that was going to change you, help you. What was that like? Did you truly think it would help or change the way that you feel, or um, or were you doing this just for your family's sake? At that point, I it seemed like I was losing my family. I was losing my church. I was not ready to do that. And so I was desperate, and I was going to try anything and hope that it worked. I, at that time, and like to think that I said this and meant it, it like makes me cry. I said, if there was a pill to make me straight, I would be first in line for that damn pill. And um, I hate that I said that, but it just shows like how dark of a place I was in. Uh, So to get back to it, I went to a therapist 
to try to essentially like make me straight. Um, a psychotherapist, like a licensed psychotherapist that was affiliated, not with my church, but a church um, here in Toronto. And um, Did they guarantee that they were going to make you straight? They, I mean, there wasn't like money back guarantee. Would you recommend like someone who's going through the same experience to uh, seek for a support group? Or? Um, I would, yes, definitely seek that. Get to like a gay pride festival event, whatever near you. Go to your nearest <laughs> city <laughs> because it was big for me to see that there are people out there that like celebrate being gay mm -hmm. and that being gay is the best thing about them because that's what I did not have. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone who was gay, um, just me. And at that point, I didn't really love me. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so the conversion therapy did work for a second. I'm kidding. No, it no. didn't. <laughs> uh, if did anything, this therapist really think that they're going to make you uh, heterosexual? He, yeah, like he was like hell bent. Like how he was, expensive really? was he? <laughs> oh, not that expensive because it was um, through the church. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Um, I think it was like fifty dollars. It wasn't that much for an hour. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so don't go to therapy, people. Yeah. If you're gay, you're gay. <laughs> don't go to therapy. Yeah, it's like not you're work. literally wasting your money. Yeah, like, come so, through for a workout. So, what has been your biggest regret since you began this new honest journey of yourself? My biggest regret, regret, excuse me, uh, was when I met Sergio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm Sergio. <laughs> um, do you when know I met Darcy, I don't live. <laughs> I don't live my life in regrets. So. Wait a second. Do you know who Sergio is? Do you know who he is? I don't need to know. I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. Okay. Ask Grego. I have a vicious side to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, what was the you question? You better be on this oh, good regret. side. Yeah. To any, ask me. Any regrets? I, I, I saw My Sergio. Was like <laughs> I saw Sergio when he's. Uh, the, you the better time, be on his good side. The time I wasted, like finding myself. That's like my regret. So I guess maybe to rephrase it, I would say I wish I'd tried it sooner. Um, I don't want to say that I regret getting married and that whole thing. I wouldn't have these kids. Yeah, exactly. And this source of unconditional love, like everything happens for a reason. The universe, the timing, it really is perfect. It's just a lot of the times it's time to look back when you see that like, oh, that was the point of that. I get it. Um, and then also even my religious upbringing, I've uh, been reached out to by a number of people, more than I can even count about hey, like, I know your story, I'm struggling with this, I have, like, a very religious upbringing, um, and just being, like, a, a support. Well, you know, I think for, for you to share your story uh, takes a lot of courage and, and self-love, and I think it's amazing. Uh, the article that I read about you, like, I was so moved and inspired, and, and I believe people who's listening at home or and you you know you can help a lot of people out there just mm -hmm. by your story and so Darcy that's are you amazing. still part of the church no no ma'am okay but no. you still believe in God and um I wouldn't say believe in God I believe in spirituality I believe in the universe I believe in energy mostly I believe being present mm -hmm. um so the thing is is like a lot of these religious tenets that I was brought up in they're just lost in that like religious side but essentially, it's all the same love. Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds trite, but all we need is just love. Yeah. Gay love. All we need and is love. And I feel like, um, <laughs> going back to the first question, is I feel like every situation in life is meant to teach you a lesson. And I think... I totally agree, You yeah. shouldn't 
I think in general, this is my way of thinking. I never live my life in regret because every situation and every hard time you've gone through is to make you into the person you are right mm-hmm. now or to help you evolve as a person. So there's no really no point in living in regret and being like, oh, I should have done this or I should have done this. Early. It's it's just part of your journey and just accept it and move on and learn from all your mistakes and all the things that you experience that help make you you. Very true. Well, we need to take a break. And when we come back, I want to hear a little bit of gossip, a little bit of juicy stories, maybe some fetishes, you know, about being in a gay relationship. Can't wait. Stay with us on the Dating and Relationship Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta. From singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned into Dating and Relationship Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, and sitting in studio today is Darcy Fierce. Hello. Hello. He is a lead instructor at Barry's Boot Camp. He's also a model slash influencer. You need to check out his page. What is it? At Darcy Fierce? You guessed you it. How did you know? Well, I, she is not just a pretty face. Listen, well, when we, Greg, I met you through Grego. We were at yeah. Ann Kaplan's uh, <laughs> Halloween party. And she comes <laughs> out to me and she goes, look at this man. No, no, okay. Well, we, <laughs> wait, wait a second. I have to, I have to, I have to. Like, yes, please. I remember, and you made my night, Darcy, that night. You made mine. Listen, I didn't know you were gay. You, uh, uh, I was well, dressed as posh spice. Yeah. So what? Heels so higher than yours. <laughs> so p- picture, picture at a home. Picture, guys, this six-foot, beautiful, gorgeous man with high heel stilettos, like six-inch stilettos, <laughs> with a black tight dress. But you can't even get a better it's body. It's like posh. I was just like, wow, and who she, is this guy? Remember, we were, I was holding I your hand. I, I introduced you to my husband, uh-huh. remember? Yeah, I was, like, I was afraid like, where that was going. Look, I was like, I am not ready <laughs> for where this is going. <laughs> She's like, you have to meet my so husband. Then, you so have the, to. So then <laughs> she brings it. Yeah, she brings him over to me, and I'm like, and I'm like, okay. I go, but but Grego, isn't isn't Pierre gonna get mad? And no. she's like, no, 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 no. We've been married for how many years? Twenty five yeah, years. Like, wait, yeah, to something like that. Fourteen something. She like goes, that. we need to spice it up. You Uh-oh. know. <laughs> Spice up your life. No wow. pun intended. Don't, don't give me some ideas, uh, Laura. No, no, you already have those <laughs> Anyways, um, so what was my point? Now I forget. Anyways, wow. we, I, you brought yeah, him to me. Yes. He's, and, yeah. and so, yeah. You were so, turned on. Yeah, so wow. anyways, uh, I want to know about the fetishes. So right. I, oh, you yes. were wearing high heels. Mm. Uh-huh. And yeah. you said, oh my god. I was gosh. very jealous, by the way. You said, I love wearing high heels. You yeah. said, every Halloween, it's the only time you get to wear heels. Well, actually, so, that's not true. I teach pride classes at Barry's in heels. I heard of an that. An entire then. class in those stilettos. Oh. And listen, I say, if it's not over four inches, girlfriend, those are flats. Okay, flats. Let, me know, let me know the next class you're teaching with high heels. I, Laura, we, yeah, we, we said we're that there. we're going. Okay. We're going. We're there. We're I'll going. Let you know. Yeah, but we well, broke. No, wait class. a second, Grego. We both broke our foot this year. How are we? Well, that's one. That's one. Very I can't wear heels for a little while. Yeah. So when I saw you, okay. with this, I'm like, June. Hey, we girl. have till June, Pride Month. Okay. okay. So is this a fetish of yours? And and Sergio, do you have the same fetish? Honestly, I've tried heels on before. Like, I've been to, like, a stripper store with my friend and tried, like, the sky-high ones. It's not... A, I don't think it's a fetish of mine. I think it's 
it's fun. You feel like really powerful, especially being like not the tallest. I it do, gives you a really big boost. So I do feel more powerful when I wear my heels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Me too. Only, if I have two and a half, same here, of, right? Yeah. So when I wear my heels, I feel sexier. Yeah. I feel like I can conquer. And the it changes world. the way you take every step. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So any other fetishes? For me, um, I legitimately only, I do love to wear the heels. I've had guys be like, oh, like, wear the heels when we have sex. Really? I'm like, listen, that's not the vibe. I'm not wearing the heels. They're for class. They're for pride. That's it. Um, so heels is not one of my fetishes sexually. Okay. Um, <laughs> Are we allowed to say this on radio? <laughs> well, we're going to try, honey. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about yourself? Honestly, any- I don't think I really have any weird, maybe like latex. I kind of like, oh. yeah, but like I'm not really like weird, like like whips and chains and stuff. I'm not really okay, into Okay, so then it, yeah. like what really turns you on? If I wanted to turn Sergio on, what would oh. I need to do? Oh. Um, He's like, stop talking. Don't look yeah, at Yeah, just, um, actually, I think like my thing, my biggest thing is like neck and ear interaction mm-hmm. like oh. i think like look at if you like <laughs> darcy's taking darcy's taking like notes. ear biting like neck kissing <laughs> that's like you like it yeah okay how about that is one more submissive than the other during sex i mean i feel like you have to be or else you just end up fighting yeah right um i tend to be the more dominant one um i'm definitely the more dominant one I don't know about Sergio. <laughs> um, I am, no, do, 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 yeah, I don't no, like he's more being, submissive. Yeah, more so you guys submissive. would be a perfect couple. Oh, oh yeah, God. I know. You guys could be a really perfect couple. Okay. Yeah, I think um, single, I might single. end up in jail if I dated Darcy. <laughs> Why? I feel like I would literally kill any guy. Like, I am so crazy. I think I would literally kill, like, any guy who flirted with... You know what kind of oh, industry he works in? Oh, you'd be the jealous. I would literally end up in jail. I'd, like, push somebody off a treadmill. Yeah, you know what? I can, I, I can okay. actually see you. Yeah, no, very I don't, jealous, I think, uh, possessive. I, I don't think you go to jail for that. Maybe if you throw them off a cliff, but I don't know off. The trip. <laughs> okay, are you guys touchy feely in public, I, or is that something that you keep to yourselves? Because obviously, I mean, you're going to be judged by people, maybe negatively at times. That does not bother me. I have not come this far to mm-hmm. like. I'm sorry if you're uncomfortable. First of all, you're in Toronto. Like, leave if you're not comfortable with people being gay. But anything that you see heterosexual couples doing, uh, I would do in public, and I wouldn't think twice about it. Yeah, how about you, Sergio? I'm not really a PDA kind of person, but I am not opposed to public displays of affection. Especially I just, if like, you found the right one. Yeah, like, I'm. it's not... I if I don't like I think it's a really bad look if you meet somebody at a bar and you're like making out with them like the first day like I don't think that's really Does it really matter what you do in a bar? Not a bar, but you know what I mean? Like it's it's just I'm very like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Okay. You're into I should just I should no just PDA. drink another Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, how do you handle negative reactions from people? Does it hurt your feelings when people react negatively? It does negatively? not hurt my feelings anymore at all. I've come so far from that. Uh, for me, I feel sorry for them. Mm-hmm. They. We feel sorry for them too, don't we, Gregor? Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, when people ne- react a certain way, people are afraid of what they don't know. That's the initial reaction. <laughs> and girls are going so jealous, going, why is he gay? <laughs> why can't he like me? 
It's just, I can change him. I yeah, can yeah. change him. Can a girl change you back? Listen, oh, I am, good question. I have learned to never say never. Never, because oh, yeah. I was like, I will uh, never be gay. Laura, Laura, you still have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a chance. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> girl, look at me now. Pretty gay. <laughs> Sorry, Sergio. Take us back seat. Oh my god, I am <laughs> oh, dying. That's so funny. <laughs> we need to take a break. What a great conversation here. We're gonna continue with more fun dating stories when you're yay right here on the Dating and Relationship Show. Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bilotta, sitting in studio with me today, Greg Omino from Kitchen Party with Grego and Ada, Sergio Alazi, international fashion blogger, and Darcy Fierce. Hello. This is a, a man who uh, was living or has lived the majority of his life as a heterosexual male, had two kids, was married, and then now lives his life as a gay male. Thank you so much for being so raw and real and joining us today. I want to talk about uh, your first gay experience. What was that Uh like? Was it scary? Was it exciting? Like, what was that like? It wasn't scary. It was very exciting. By the way, Um, have you seen, have you reconnected with him? Does he know now you're Oh, yeah, gay he knows. Available? For sure, he knows. Um, I have reconnected. Ooh. Um, and, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, let's just say I, uh, like, chalked it up a lot in my mind to, like, n- the nostalgia of it and him being the first and stuff. And then we reconnected, and I was like, we didn't even sleep together that oh. when we reconnected. Okay. Um Okay, in a gay relationship, who pays for the meal on a date? I mean, like, is because because I know with me, I mean, usually the man pays on, especially on a first or second date. Come on. Um, so who pays here? You guys I are think both it men. depends on the circumstance. I feel like I usually always get stuck well, yeah, paying. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if somebody, I feel like if somebody invites you out and has the intention of taking you out, then they need to pay. They need to pay. But if it's a mutually like agreed thing, I think. You should pay or you should just split it. Oh, yeah. the etiquette. I didn't yeah. know. Darcy, yeah. you're not like, I'm so hot. You should pay for me. Oh, my God. No. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> we talked about fetishes. I kind of have a thing for like younger guys. I'm 33. Well, how, okay. So like, well, you actually it doesn't look take like much. you're 20 something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, so, well, so, perfect. How about 23? How about a 23 year old? I mean, typically <laughs> oh my god Sergio's the yeah. exception but like typically they're students and so like I'm not a student I'm not gonna like let you pay for our meal when like you're in student you're like working part time so yeah I typically end up paying for it but um yeah. I think it's I appreciate it when they don't assume that I will yeah. pay for it like, yeah my parents I- always taught me that never order something or buy something that you can't afford. Like, you're not going to go to a restaurant, order a $300 bottle of champagne if you have $100 in your bank account. Like, right. you have to Sir, be a little... Yeah. You need to be giving these, like, young gays etiquette I lessons. know. And then there's another saying that I love to live my life by. If you marry for money, you end up paying for the rest of your life. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. It's true. Serge yeah. Oprah said that. Nothing's free. Wait, really? Did she <laughs> no. say that? I don't even know. Hey, nothing's for free. <laughs> yeah. Very true. 
Okay, what would you recommend to any listeners that are unsure of their sexual orientation? I would say you got to try it. Try it, and then you'll know. And you can't just try it once, because the first time it tends to be... I don't want to say messy. <laughs> um, try it, and you have to try it more than once, because how, like with anything, how can you really determine just one time if it's for you or if it's not? For me, it really grew on me, and like, look at me now. She's gay. Yeah. Gay AF. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, right? But it wasn't like you did it once, and you're like, here we come, world pride, honey. Right? Where, where, where would you guys go to meet like-minded men? Barry's boot camp. No, I'm kidding. Um, anywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Like, like which, which? I mean, what club? What, what's the places here in Toronto? Um, I'm the wrong what? person to ask for that. Yeah, I'm not great <laughs> for that either. I'm really bad at finding people. But you would know if someone was gay by the way they looked at you, right? If um, having... not always, but it takes me a while to understand because I just kind of assume everyone's straight until they like tell me otherwise. Um, unless I already know they're gay. See, I assume um, everyone's gay. Really? <laughs> that's the thing. No, I assume, I assume everyone's gay until they prove otherwise. And so that's the thing. It takes me a while. Finally, I'm like, oh, oh, oh you're hitting on me. Okay, okay. Um, and typically that's anywhere. Like gym, I've been out. I've been at like festivals. And um, I think they're straight. And then well, it. Your class must be full back. Like busy, like booked. I mean, yeah, there's the wait list. You usually. get hit on by other men at the gym? At Barry's? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Wow. Sergio. And not just Serge. Yeah, not just me. <laughs> <laughs> Serge and I are friends, guys. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, maybe the lines have crossed, but like, we're friends. Oh, what do you maybe mean? We've what slept you mean? together what? a few times, but we're just friends. Okay, maybe Sergio, we're sleeping together Sergio, right you... now. Oh, so, okay, Sergio, you said you had a funny date story. Oh, yeah, so this was a really good one. So this this guy was asking me, begging me to go on a date with him, and then we went on a date. He was blackout drunk, and then I didn't even drink anything. I was just so over it, but you know when you're like not on a date? Not even Red Bull? No, not even Red Bull. I think oh. I was like drinking water or something, like soda water. Like, I was, I was already drunk. It was like the day, I, it was after Thanksgiving, and... He, like, grabs the bill, and he's like, oh, I'm going to pay for it this time. Usually I get my dates to pay for me. And I was like, um, I didn't even, like, drink anything. Like, I didn't even order anything. So he and he wasn't even to... cute. So essentially he's so he actually for his own, he's he's for his own, his own meal. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Boy. Darcy, do you have any interesting and cool, fun date stories? Um, My dating story is um, a lot of times people ask me, like, for life advice or, like, how did I end up working my passion and legitimately getting paid to do what I love? And sometimes I, like, misunderstand <laughs> where it's going. And more than once, I have taken straight guys on a date. <laughs> and we're, like, there ordering whatever. And so I'm like, so, like, are you Big Spoon or Little Spoon? And he's like, huh? And I'm like, you know, like, if you're cuddling, like... Are you the big spoon? Are you the little oh, spoon? Oh, that's hilarious. Trying to determine, like, who's going to be the top or the bottom. And he was like, you mean, like... And then he just he still didn't get it. And so I'm like, are you gay? And he was like, no, I'm not gay. Are you? And no, he knew I was gay. But um, I thought it was a date. I specifically took him, like, across the street from my house. So if it went well, like, we're close. 
God. Uh, he was straight. Aw- awkward, huh? Uh, you know what? I'm never awkward. I don't care. Um, listen, I, I took a straight guy on a date. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's right. I got that's his really number. Good. I took him on a date. Well, yeah. Oh, okay, we never know. Maybe, yeah, second thoughts Maybe about that date. date. Okay, we need to take a break, guys. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. And if you miss an episode, you can catch us on Apple Podcast and iTunes. And you can also Google us. The Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. In studio with me today is Darcy Fierce, and he is such a great guy. He's a man who's lived his, the majority of his life as a heterosexual male and now lives his life as a gay male. And Sergio Alazi, international fashion blogger, and Grego Mino. You also know her from The Real Housewives of Toronto and Kitchen Party with Grego and Ada. It's on YouTube, right? Grego? Yes, on YouTube. Yes. Okay, and uh, so we're just uh, talking about coming out and um darcy here is like we had mentioned earlier he was married had two kids had an affair and then realized hey you know what i'm gay male and i'm living as a gay male and i'm happy and i'm proud and we're very proud of you yes thank you guys let's talk about any role models that have impacted your life I think for me, I have two really big role models. I'm actually friends with one of them, so I'm really happy that I kind of, the world's collided. Um, Gigi Gorgeous um, is a huge role model for me. So I used to actually, like, back in high school, I used to just, like, always watch her videos on YouTube. She was just so, she was a he back then, and then mm-hmm. she's she transitioned into a woman, but she was just always so, like, confident, open, and proud of herself. So I really, really loved her videos and also um donatella versace i think somebody who was able to turn their life around after having such a traumatic experience your brother being murdered in a different country on the steps of his home shot in the face and to take his brand and make an international sensation and just keep the legacy going i think that was really beautiful darcy um i can't really think of a role model my like upbringing was so um sheltered like i mentioned i didn't know anyone that was gay and even like we didn't have tv i couldn't listen you didn't have tv no how do you not have tv growing up is you're only like in your 30s (laughs) well we didn't Uh, we couldn't we didn't listen to music that wasn't christian we didn't watch tv or movies so i just had no exposure and so that's why it was so important to me now to like get my story out there because i don't want anyone to feel as lost and alone as I did because I didn't I don't feel like I had that role model I just had to like fumble through it myself and figure it out myself and I did um and here we are Mm -hmm. but you're naked in studio so Darcy decided (laughs) to I I hope I don't get a can for this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did tell him to put his shirt back on, but he wouldn't listen. He's, uh, he's I'm more comfortable he's, like this. He's actually really hot in the studio. Uh, you guys, very hot right now. Where's the air conditioning? Okay, let's talk. I, I want to talk a little bit more about dating apps because, as you know, I'm a matchmaker, and uh, it's my world. So I want to hear more about dating apps when it comes to being a gay male. What is the hookup app? It's it's Grinder, right? 
Now, Grindr so, is for hookups. Yeah. Okay. So now for heterosexuals, uh, our hookup app is Tinder. Is Tinder a hookup app for you guys? It's more of like a dating app. Dating I would app. say uh, Tinder is the one, like if you're more serious about trying to find yeah. a relationship. And Grindr's purely sex. Like for sure, like you have sex with people from Tinder. Yeah. But I feel like the main objective of Tinder is a relationship. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. No, is that no, true? Because I, I often hear that, uh, in, and as well from other gay men, that it's it's really difficult as a gay male to have a relationship, uh, just because so many gay men are just not interested. Do you find that in your case? I think so. There's there's two things that I want to talk about in this particular question. Is that there is a lot? The only like. 1.7% of like Canada's population is actually gay. So there it's such a small minority already and then like Darcy said a lot of people are just looking for like a sugar daddy or a lot of people are just looking for hookups to actually date that percentage goes down even Are you lower. talking about yourself looking for a sugar daddy? Oh, I don't <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Definitely not. Um but yeah, I think that's why it's difficult to date in that sense. And Darcy, do you find like you come across guys that are looking for relationships or they're just more so looking for one night stands? I find that I find guys that are looking for both. I think it's a split. Um, but for me, uh, I don't think that I'm looking for a relationship, but I'm not not looking for a relationship. I'm just open. Were so, you engaged? Were you engaged, Darcy? I was. <laughs> You were okay. engaged? Uh, yeah. Oh. And and to a man? Yeah, that was, yeah, two years ago. And you actually could have taken the plunge and and yeah. gotten married. Oh. Totally, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What As, happened is just... So you're not afraid of being in a... I'm not afraid of a commitment relationship. or relationships. Not the guy. Sergio, are not you him. afraid of commitment? Because you're only, you're young. I'm not afraid of commitment. I just think I still have some growth. Like, there's still things that I want to do. Like, I don't know if I could commit to being in Toronto full time like I still want to like live in different cities I want to like live in LA I want to live in New York I want to like spend time more time in Paris and like discover my French culture so I don't know I can't commit 100% but I'm like open to but the right guy can yeah. join you on those journeys yeah so the last few decades, we've witnessed the growth of gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender individuals. So don't be afraid to be your true self. That is uh, what we, uh, the message that we want to give everybody um, today. If and, I could yes, add to that, please. not that I could ever add, I want to say not to feel like you have to have even a definition of, I feel like there's pressure for them to be like, I'm gay, I'm like straight, I'm somewhere in between, I'm pansexual, trans, I'm bisexual. It doesn't matter. There's The label is to make everyone else comfortable. Just do what makes you happy. You don't even have to know what that is. Mm -hmm. You'll yeah. figure it out, but just do what makes you happy. You don't need the label. And if you're questioning your orientation, thank you, Darcy. And if you're questioning your orientation, know that you're not alone and you should never feel ashamed to be who you are. Right, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming on the show. Darcy, how do we find you? I'm Everyone can on go check Instagram. out your hot, sexy pics on Instagram. Please like, DM, slide into those direct messages, honey. It's, 
at Darcy Fierce. Uh, Sergio? Uh, it's at Tuxedo Sergio on Instagram, and my website is www.tuxedosergio.com. Grego. My Instagram, Grego Mino, and my YouTube channel, Kitchen Party with Grego and Ada. And for myself, official Laura Bellotta, and check out my website. I got lots of stuff coming up, especially for New Year's at singleinthecity.ca. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Ciao yes. for now. Bye. Woo!